incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the latest PS5. I'm your host, Alex Sylvester, and I'm um, joined with my co-host, with me as always, Mr. Sonny Sangera. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm so excited. It's the launch week of PS5. I'm so excited. In fact, I'll tell you really quick, I've been playing the final season of The Walking Dead. It's great. I'm on episode two. Uh, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I want to talk PS5? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's fast forwarding too. When is it? It's going to be next week Thursday, isn't it? Is it next week Thursday? Nineteenth. Nineteenth. I think we'll have an, actually. 19th, yeah, we'll, we'll end up. We'll end up recording another episode before the UK yeah. launch as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, of course, we'll. Yeah, so you lucky US mother lovers, uh, you're going to be getting to enjoy the glorious world of the PlayStation Five a whole week before us. So uh, no spoilers, please. Uh, but yeah, this week has been a quiet week in terms of the game front. Um, listeners from last week would know that I've picked up Control. I haven't been able to play it uh, this week, unfortunately. Sadly, however, I've been trying to sort something else out. However, I have managed to watch a couple of films and add Astro as another one, which I was on my list of films, or my, my film bucket list, <laughs> uh, which I managed to cross off. Nice. Uh, sorry, Set in space. Pretty good film. Really good. Really good. Really heartful. Um, but yeah, uh, let's move on to the news. We've got a really good episode for you guys today. Uh, the, the news for PlayStation 5 has just been absolutely ridiculous this week, especially even today. Uh, so, for, for, uh, so for you guys, we have, uh, we're going to be diving into the backwards compatibility. Um, Digital Foundry recently did a deep dive, deep dive. Oh my God, I can't even get my words out. Recently did a deep dive into backwards compatibility, the PlayStation 4 um, running buttery silk on the PlayStation 5. A little spoiler for you. Uh, we're going to be diving into Miles Morales and how that's looking as well. Um, and also we did get a little look at the uh, some new features on the menus. Um, but guys, let's just go straight into this backwards compatibility because it looks absolutely awesome. I mean, they're only playing like a handful of games, but already I'm with myself and I cannot wait to get my hands onto these games. Um, what was your favourite? Um, I think for... Oh, it's crazy because there's so much, but I look at it from games that really pushed the PS4 base, PS4 that yep. is, um, and to a certain extent it got a bit of an improvement on the Pro, but still wasn't going it. I mean, as they showed in the Digital Foundry video, Just Cause yep. uh, 3 was a great example, and 4 in that frame rate, because there's so much going on, physics-based with the explosions and the particle effects right. and stuff, that every format was just struggling on it, and then along yep. comes the PS5 with its double multiplier of CPU and GPU power and just runs it out at a steady frame rate for jokes. You know, that impressed me yeah. so much. It was it looks so good. Yeah. It's like I mean PlayStation Five just pretty much adds well for you Fast and Furious fans out there, it adds nuz to absolutely every game that you've ever played on the PlayStation Four. Well not every game, but a couple of games, handful of games which nobody's really gonna miss, but I'm sure that the developers will have to patch them as soon as they can. Um but pretty much the selection of games that Digital Foundry had um on showcase were beautiful. Uh like we just said, just cause is looking absolutely nice, even though it's running at a locked thirty frames per second. It was running, I mean, compared to the PlayStation Pro's, um, well, varying uh, frame rate, uh, it was just looking buttery silk, even at 30 frames per second. And even when you had a whole load of explosions, uh, you could tell that, like you said, the computer, computational power was not really being stressed at all. And even though it was at 30 frames per second, that game could easily be patched to be 60 frames per second. And I can't be, I can't wait um, for when that actually gets released, if it when it does. Um, the next game that they throw, well, one of the other games that they throw on there was Crisis. The infamous mm -hmm. Can It Run Crisis. The answer to that question, ladies and gentlemen, is yes, the PlayStation 5 bloody well can. It can do with its eyes closed, hands tied behind its back, and hopping on one foot. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful uh what are, you, what are your thoughts on the crisis yeah it's it's funny because it just shows again the power of these next gen machines you know because the xbox series x was shown by side by side with the ps5 they're both running it perfectly smooth 
the funny thing is that every version, including PC, has that weird like frame rate jig at every checkpoint. But other than that, yeah, the game looked amazing. Um, I'm so happy that the PS5 can do this with games, especially the fact that it's been weird because whether they meant it or not, you know, they haven't really focused and spoke about backwards compatibility on the build-up during the initial lockdown at a time where everybody was, you know, um, giving Microsoft plaudits for constantly communicating what the Xbox Series X could do from a backwards compatibility standpoint. Sony yeah. just stayed really, really quiet, which was probably their one detriment in terms of build-up because we just wanted news. And we, <laughs> all we had to go off was Mark Cerny saying, we're testing 100 games. And we were like, what? Yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> what? And then it was this miscommunication. But, yeah. You know, it's now what I mean is if they meant it, because we're days away from both these consoles launching, and it was just a complete surprise to reviewers, you know, Digital Foundry, GameSpot, IGN, they couldn't believe the, the scope of the backwards compatibility options on PS5. Yeah. The fact that yeah. if a game had an unlocked frame rate previous gen, the PS5 is pushing it to 60 for no, you know, just as a joke. And yeah. if the game was locked, it would push it to the best frame rate that it could, which would obviously be 30. But then it's running it at the maximum resolutions that it had on those previous generations. And again, it's just plaudits to Sony. And it's smart. Again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ta- whether it was tactical, if it was, it was an unbelievable move to make because it's not a big feature for them, but they hit the ground running. And Microsoft have done just as well, but they've talked about it a lot. But I don't think anybody, including Digital Foundry, expected this level of you know expertise on the backwards compatibility side with no. PlayStation 5. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, the way it runs these games is as if it's like, you know, like, like Lionel Messi. You know, the pro footballer playing like five aside against a rookie team out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely smashing it. You know what I mean? It's like this was just running the, each of the um, games right out the park with no problems whatsoever. Uh, whether it was just cause or crisis, uh, Knack was another game that we just got to um, mm. have a look at as well. Um, and showcase, showcase, I mean, obviously, Knack is a game which utilizes a lot of particle physics, even though it was one of the initial games that was on the PlayStation 4, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, but looking at the the way the PlayStation Five handled that game, which was traditionally thirty what thirty frames per second or around there, uh, and it was locked at sixty frames per second, it looked absolutely gorgeous, and it was just running the game effortlessly. I mean, it was it was running it so well that it looked like a brand new game. Mm. <laughs> I think, I think that's I, I think you mentioned it. I can't remember when you mentioned. It. I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago when someone asked a question about backwards compatibility and you were taught you said something along the lines of things will feel like a new game um you know and frame rate can do that because like you are getting certain games that developers are patching i.e days gone which is getting an actual patch to go to let you play you know 60 frames in 4k along with a lot of other games but i mean you just talk about what the ps5 is doing without the patch you know it's upping those frame rates and running it at its maximum resolution that it was initially programmed for but i mean you look at that playstation plus collection alex which obviously got updated so batman arkham knight battlefield one bloodborne call of duty black ops 3 which is now the zombies chronicles edition crash bandicoot Uh insane trilogy which is all the crash games remastered days gone detroit fallout Final Fantasy XV, which is now the Royal Edition, so you're getting all the extras on there. God of War, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resi 7, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, and in the final breath, Until Dawn. (laughs) All running with those souped up... You know, even without a patch, they're all going to run great. And Until Dawn is a big game. You know, I mentioned it as one of my top PS4 games. When that guy asked a question about what was my favorite games this generation, I said Until Dawn, and you were like, "What?" People will get to experience it without the stupidly ridiculous load times and a better frame rate. So I'm happy. <laughs> Beautiful, and that's another thing as well. The load times are going to be squished down to a bare minimum. Uh, yeah, so it's just going to open up the um, the whole catalog to um, to traditional gamers, to existing um, fan base, and also to the brand new generation of. Um, game players who've never really played any of these games before and it's just a testament to the developers actually how good these games are I mean they've they've stood the test of time I mean they were great games then you know when they were released you know even all you know all their 30 variant Mm -hmm. frames but now it's just going to be like a buttery silk 
um, it's almost like a um, like the like a remastered game of pretty much all the the best hundred games that they've released. You know, it's like normally you have to wait to you know maybe a couple of years or a couple of years before a developer or studio decides to do a remastered edition. For example, with uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, uh, now they've pretty much got the same type of experience, but with a whole host of games. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, yeah. And yeah. before before you move on, um, with a new generation, I tend to, with the exception of PES or like a, a, back in the day, like the Fight Night games and stuff, I never went yeah. back to a previous generation of games. I just moved over and I was like, right, I'm playing the new games. But yeah. just because of this backwards compatibility options, you know, I do want to play PS4 games again. You know, I'm going to wait. Yeah. But for me, it's obviously God of War. I need to play that True. again to get the platinum, but I want to wait to see if they do a yeah. patch for that. Same with The Last of Us 2. I want to play that again, but I want to wait for a patch. You know, patch, Until yeah. Dawn, I'm going to play that. It's just, I can't wait, yeah. dude. I cannot yeah, wait. But what what game, what PS4 game would you want to play again just to see like the improved frame rate and stuff? Uh, for me, it's just going to be go to Tekken. I just want to basically oh, see I'm talking about once you select your character you're already ready to you know because normally you've got to wait for the game to load you know what I mean you just can't wait to just kick some ass but now that's all gone dude <laughs> all I think I, I, I still think there'll be a load there because it's Tekken right but yeah maybe. Well, but maybe. the frame rate being locked at 60 oh yes yeah. yes cannot that's wait yeah, yeah we also got a chance to see Mars Morales and that game is just looking just strength to strength. Whenever I see that game, it just looks even more gorgeous. Um, we had a um, they did a boot up from Cold. Um, they took what? How long? How long did it take? It took about what? Thirteen seconds. Well, uh, to give listeners an example, so Spider Man on the PS4 Pro, from the main menu to sitting atop a skyline. So from main menu to in game, it took thirty three seconds. And that's obviously when you're selecting it and then um, you get those transitional loading screens that looked amazing and things mm-hmm. like that. It took 33 seconds. So for Miles Morales on the PS5, from the PS5 home screen menu, so that's your use. So when you switch your PS5 on and yeah. you come to the main menu, so you haven't even selected Miles yet. So from yeah. that screen, so from pressing X on Miles Morales to getting to the main menu is four seconds. Nice. So that's nice. obviously that's all dependent on if a developer allows you to skip their title screens of where it says like Insomniac Games. Some developers yeah. don't let you do that, i.e. EA, so you'd have to watch a whole EA Sports sort of <laughs> thing. But Insomniac, yeah, four seconds. And then when they clicked continue mm-hmm. to carry on the story, so from the menu to the game, so Spider-Man yeah. on PS4 Pro was 33 seconds, Mar Morales on PS5, 1.3 seconds. Nice. That's ridiculously that, fast. Yeah, like, wow. Ridiculous. I mean, that's just like, it's it's uh, just even thinking about it, I'm just getting, <laughs> I'm just getting the feels, man. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's blazing fast, and that just means that we're going to be hopping from one game to another with, you know, I mean, with no issues whatsoever. But then, Al, uh, you've got to think as well. Say you're playing, say you're halfway through the game, you will now yeah. have those activity cards on the main menu, so you can skip to things even faster. Than that, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's that's you know they talk about it being convenient just to get you into the game as soon as you can. I'm yeah. like, wow, but you got to remember, even if you um, come out of the game, like you don't quit it, you just come out of it. You come out to your home screen, but the background is now Spider Man. The game is suspended, waiting for you, so you could go no. check messages, things like that, do whatever you want to do. Come back as soon as you press it, you're straight back into Miles. Like nothing, into, yeah, yeah. And they showed that when, with Sackboy and the help menu and stuff like that, how fast it was yeah. just moving around. And yeah, convenience is key. Spider-Man moves fast in terms of it real is. life, well, in real life and fictional life, and so so does his game, so we can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, no, it's going to be glorious. I mean, obviously, compared to, I mean, if you could really compare it to, say, um, consoles like the Switch or even the, um, the uh, cartridge-based consoles um, mm-hmm. of yesteryear, uh, you know, that's the type of speed that we were used to, but that was all the way back then obviously we've had disc mediums for the longest time but now we're going to be having super high quality games you know completely high fidelity and it's been launched in pretty much a blink of an eye you know comparatively speaking um to I listeners mean, to give you an idea by the way sorry just to give them an idea yeah. if you want to know how fast i'm talking about loads mm-hmm. think ghost of tsushima on ps4 <laughs> this <laughs> ps5 <laughs> games are loading faster than that and that was 
a blink of an eye speed anyway. And oh my, how fast is that going to launch? But well, the, the worst thing on. is they joked about it. They they tweeted a couple of weeks ago saying that the load times are even faster, and everyone was just like, "That means there is no load time." And they just did like a <laughs> winky emoji, like you know that there is no load on that. And you got to think that as well, not just the booting up from cold. If you fast travel on PS4 versions of yeah. the original Spider-Man, you used to get these really yeah. cool, fun subway scenes where he's on the phone or something like that. They've gone. Sorry. You can switch them on yeah. just for the novelty side just of it. Yeah, the novelty, but yeah. But they're, yeah, they're gone because they don't need it. So as it's soon actually going to be a fast travel now as opposed to, yeah, I'm going to catch a tube. Cerny said it. He said it straight away, right in that road to PS4 talk back in Easter. He said yeah. straight away that, Fast travel is instantaneous in games. There yeah. shouldn't be a transition. But he said, because it's so quick, developers may feel the need to put a transition screen in just to let the player <laughs> accumulate or immaculate to the fact that yeah, they've changed where they are. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I mean, uh, we also saw um, the character models. As this well. is what I was waiting for you to talk about, Mister Eyes. Jeez. All right, then. Yeah. So uh, we. I saw a snapshot. I mean, we're looking on my phone. I wasn't even looking on like a HD monitor, but even on that, it looked ridiculously sharp. And when I did look at it on the laptop, you know, because I've got a 4K screen and everything, it looked ridiculous. And that's only from a photo. Yeah, I can't wait to actually see Miles Morales on a HDR screen, you know what I mean? Completely with OLED, the whole works, you know, HDR 10 and everything, and just see what the, the developers intended. You know, because this is going to be a true showcase, pretty much one of the only true true showcases from um, from first party, showing exactly what is going to be capable from this machine. And Miles Morales, I mean, it's it's a fully fledged game. Fair enough, it's not albeit it's going to be a little bit shorter than um, the original Spider-Man game, but it's just going to be amazing to see what they're going to be able to pack into this. I mean, we've got uh, things like they're throwing uh, to trying to make a more immersive world, aren't they? I mean, not mm. only are the character models looking ridiculous, um, of the 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 skin textures, the skin mapping. I mean, you could even see the dimples, the dimples, the pores, even you know, on his face. I mean, and if you look into his eyes, oh my gosh, the eyes has always been. I mean, listeners, you would have known this about me. I'm always a stickler for eyes when it comes to um, any CG animation or even in games. Developers don't necessarily know how to get the eyes to look like they've actually got a soul behind them, but with Miles Morales, oh my gosh, yeah. it looks. Great! It looks, it looks. You couldn't believe it. You know, you can actually look at these eyes. It actually looks believable. Uh, not to mention, they've actually got the ray tracing switched on. I mean, the ray tracing is just making everything look ridiculous. You can see the reflection of the reflection in these eyes. <laughs> you know, I mean, these eyes have reflections. It's, it's so detailed, and it's just going to be so great to see the whole world that they've actually created. And that's only one little section, isn't it? Mm. And before I gush over ray tracing, you talked about character <laughs> models as well. Um, the NPCs in the world. Now, they have yeah. said that, you know, as they go further away from you, the textures will drop, but you won't notice it because they're going further away from you. But when they yeah. showed just like the bin man on the side of a street and the textures on his clothes, and, yeah. you know, the same thing, like, you know, okay, they weren't as detailed as Miles, but for God's sake, like, these guys look like Nathan Drake <laughs> on PS4, and these are the NPCs. Yeah. I was just like, this is unbelievable. But, you know, yeah. I said this a long time ago about um, what we wanted. You know, we talked about the worlds in next-gen games. You know, there were so many times in this um, podcast history where people asked, yeah. what do we want? What do we want? And we always talked about immersive worlds, realistic worlds. And ray tracing does that. A big thing that was a big... The reason why I'm going to play the game first in 4K... Um, fidelity mode which is and I, and I advise everyone to play in fidelity mode with the ray tracing on first because the fact that you're getting more traffic denser population you're getting ray tracing reflections yeah. with a warping glass effect on these buildings shadows are also <laughs> appearing in the ray traced yeah. window reflections but it's the bit there's a bit where he's just crawling down a building and you can see the traffic moving in the reflections yeah. it just makes it look oh my god like i can't wait you know and it was a depth of field yeah i mean it's like you could feel the height you exactly know, exactly yeah, that's yeah. a big one and it was so funny because it, it took me back to spider-man on ps4 where it was you never know like the reflections were there but you never really noticed this that they were just sort of like jpegs you know yeah. in inside the buildings that looked with that were the reflections and i was just like 
I can never go back. Like if a game now does not have ray tracing, I cannot go back to it. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, listeners, yeah, ray tracing is the future, but I do advise to play it in with ray tracing on in the fidelity mode first because I have been told once you go 60, you don't go back to 30 because the game <laughs> is slower, you know. And they did do a side-by-side comparison and yeah, you do lose the ray tracing, but it still has a really good, you know, backup for the reflections and things like that, but Moving on, dude, how smooth was he swinging at 60 frames per second? Oh, my God. That raises a good point, actually. I can't wait to actually see them actually have full-on ray tracing in 60 frames per second. I mean, I'm pretty much jumping the gun here, but could that be something that we possibly see with Spider-Man 2? (gasps) Well, that's it. We spoke about it. Well, we spoke (laughs) about it last week, didn't we? That we just, the launch games never really push hardware because they're not building the whole Mm -hmm. development on the machine as we go later into the generation they will still give you those options to do you know fidelity or performance based on your tv but there will be games specifically first party games that will be like yeah it's 60 with ray tracing yeah definitely because as we spoke about developers find tricks don't they because we're getting ray tracing Mm -hmm. on switch and ps4 because it's the way they trick yeah. around it. And you don't go native 4K when checkerboard is just the same, right? So you, you, you yeah. keep the horsepower back. There'll be tricks around ray tracing, just like there is around resolution, you know. But the one thing you yeah. cannot trick is frame rate. It has to be what it is, you know. And it, does, you know. And it, it was running beautifully. It locked at 60 frames per second, and it just seemed like it could even be unleashed even further. But it was just so... It just It's just great to see a piece of tech you know, just running so comfortably, you know, but performing so well. Like, obviously, all the games that we saw, uh, from being Miles Morales to be the backwards compatibility games, and it just shows that Sony and their engineers have really got their, you know, and uh, AMD as well, you know, they've just put this, put together this beautiful symphony in terms of game design and uh, game, or a gaming world, a gaming um, experience, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to top that off, I mean, we've got the dual sense as well. Oh, my you God, know, can't we're wait. We're going to very smooth uh, 60 frames per second. We're going to have the dual sense as well with the, you know, the 3D audios. We're going to be able to have the resistors triggers. We're going to have the HD. Oh, my gosh. The haptic feedback is just going to be absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's like they really set themselves aside, you know, from, from the rest of the competition, saying that, yeah, this is the pinnacle of gaming. This is the way everything needs to work from, from this point onwards. You know, it's a great standpoint. Um, we even got a chance to have a look at the uh, the menus, a uh, deeper dive into that, didn't we? Mm. Uh, which looks looks pretty impressive. Well, it looked like a menu, to be honest. It looked really good, but it did have some nice little features, especially, like you mentioned, um, the cards. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to be utilised. Um, well, pretty much for all the, all the games, really. Uh, what particularly jumped out at you, then? I think it's a little feature that was hidden away that nobody know, uh, well, they don't really shout about, but they should, and that's yeah. you can set the the subtitles and the, the, just oh, yeah. the the things in the main menu that will work across all games. You right. know, whereas usually you got to go sometimes into the menu, you have got to go and find, oh, do I want subtitles on or off? I've got to go and switch it on, or I've got to do it inverted if you're a retard. No offense. Um, <laughs> But it's basically for nerds who go inverted, yeah. right? But the fact that you can set them in your PS5 main menu and then every single game will have those options ready for you yeah. is amazing. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's quality it's, of life improvements. You know, it's just the little things like that. And, you know, they are the things that I was looking... Just convenience. I thought, right, what can I do that will just offer me convenience. Yes, I've yeah. got the speed. What else can Sony do? And I think one of the little features on there, which I love, is that now games will show how long you've played them for. And yeah. that's the big thing. You know, there's no more custom themes, but I don't think this screen needs it because of the right. way it's laid out. I love the tile system. I love the fact that they've separated PS... You can separate... Um, PS5 to PS4 to PS3, obviously PlayStation now PS3, yeah. but then you can yeah. separate even further into what you purchased, your PlayStation Plus games, and it's all super smooth, super quick. Yeah, it was nice, and even how they actually had 
their um, games actually stored on the hard drive. So they had the PlayStation 4 games stored on the external hard drive. Mm-hmm. And then they had the PlayStation 5 stored on the internal hard drive. And obviously, just for you listeners, I mean, for the PlayStation 5 games are strictly going to be stored on the internal hard drives until Sony actually comes out with uh, the recommended preferred uh, for NVMe drives. Mm. Uh, for now, all PlayStation 5s are going to be stored on the internal hard drive, purely for the fact that it's, it can access the raw power the way it needs to, Definitely. and hard drives typically can't. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, right, yeah, sorry, I couldn't hear myself. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so yeah, and then you had the PlayStation 4 games uh, stored on the external hard drive. Um, so at least they're going to have that versatility, versatility there as well. So we're not going to be locked to the 680-ish gigabytes um, of space. You know I mean? You could actually just dedicate that to your PlayStation 5, and then you can have an external hard drive and just run all your PlayStation 4 games. Um, I particularly like the fact that they actually were able to clearly separate the two, you know, mm. so you can actually see exactly what was on one section and what was on the other. Um, the the menu system looked absolutely brilliant. It just looked, it just flowed so well. I mean, it, it you saw them go through the whole catalog of games and they were just loading up, the cards are loading up just pretty much instantly. You know, and like you're saying, convenience is one of the main, I guess, focal points um, for the system. It's just making everything access to absolutely any corner of the actual system, you know, just to click away, you know, and I think that's what's necessary. I mean, speed is definitely king, and um, they're just basically showing that, yeah, we got it in abundance. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just running away with it. Mm. And I also uh, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah. also like the fact that this, the, the UI has been designed with HDR 4K in mind. It's like Sony yeah. thinking about it. Like, if you've got a 1080p TV, the menu's still going to look amazing. But if you do have an OLED or a 4K or anything like that, you're going to get an absolutely beautiful, crisp, fast screen. And I'll say, I said it once before, and I'll say it again, the fact that the PlayStation Store is not an app and that it's implemented into the system is yeah. going to make it so quick to hit that PlayStation Store. The fact that if you... You start by choosing games or media. I love the the, the, the emphasis on media because people yeah. do use it for media, you know, whether it be anime or film or, you know, anything else that they use the system for. You've got it all in one place. Media is separate from games. Games are separate yeah. from media. It's just speed, you know, and convenience. And that's what the system's all about. And it's so intuitive as well. I mean, obviously, they, uh, they're taking a lot of... Um... Uh, big points from the PlayStation 4. Uh, so it's just going to be very intuitive. As soon as you get it into your hands, you're not going to get lost. You know what I mean? There's not mm. that much of a learning curve. They've actually streamlined a lot of things, um, especially getting into games, you know. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on it. This is just, you know, just frustrating even just waiting this time. Um, you know, we're going to have to wait a whole week to even get our hands on it. But anyway, it was looking really good. And, you know, for it to be in 4K as well. Another thing which, which pointed out to me was the fact that it did say 8K on the box. And we didn't actually see any 8K options. Yeah, so uh, Sony have said, and a lot of spoke to a lot of developers, um, that 8K is done, it's, it's not ready, um, in a yeah. sense of there's no TV sets available, no one's going to benefit off it really, besides a handful of people. So why yeah. use the grunt to push something that isn't there? I think towards the end of the generation, or the second half of the generation anyway, bigger games will get patches and things like that and you'll see more of that available but there's no need I think this generation I, I, I honestly believe that this generation is all about 4k 60 and ray tracing nice. ray nice. tracing nice. is the big intro isn't it um, and again yes. can I just shout out, out how everybody has been going absolutely crazy about the DualSense controller and <laughs> and with, with regards to backwards compatibility Tempest is working its magic Oh, and that's something I really want to see. How is that going to work? On it's just opening me? audio channels yeah. for it and yeah. frequencies and everything. And I just yeah. cannot wait to whack a headset yeah. on and put miles on and just listen to this, man. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, because you can actually set your different preferences in it so everyone has their own listening styles. Um, so Alex, it's going to be think about this. Close your eyes. Tell me when your eyes are shut. Listeners, Five you do all the same. Shut. I want all you listeners to shut your eyes and just picture what I'm going to say. You're sitting in front of a 55-inch OLED TV. You have Miles Morales running 4K with ray tracing. You have 3D audio in an official headset that is giving you 3D audio. And you have the DualSense controller. 
with adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. My goodness, what an experience. You know, play has no limits to the team. Eh? Play has no limits. Yeah, I've started seeing in the adverts on the buses as well. It's looking really good. I mean, they're definitely ramping up the energy and there's not that much from the Xbox camp. Well, I want to say, Al, as well, have you seen the, the, the launch commercial for PS5? It's actually gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> But just a there side note, <laughs> just a side note for you listeners and as well for Alex, they list in that advert that GT7 and Ratchet are first half of 2021. All right, okay. Can you imagine that? What a launch lineup that. <laughs> show that they're not stopping. You know what I mean? It's like they're going full throttle, which is brilliant. And what have um, we not spoke about, dude? We still got Death Loop and that coming out just after launch. Yeah, it's I mean, mad. It's mad how yeah. many games we're gonna have. It's unbelievable. If you're buying a PlayStation Five, and I know a lot of you are, we're gonna be spoiled rotten in the first two years. It's gonna be unbelievable. It's gonna be, be twenty one. I mean, twenty uh, twenty twenty has been the, one of the crappiest years in history, but twenty twenty one is gonna be glorious. You know what I mean? Obviously, we've kind of saved the end of twenty twenty with the launch of the PlayStation Five. A little bit of the Xbox. I mean, I'm not gonna you know say that they haven't brought some light to it as well. But um, yeah, 2021 is going to be brilliant, and it's going to be wrapped up with what we've got. Um, we've got we've got God of War as well coming out next year. Um, That'll get pushed. That will. I, I put money on that game getting delayed. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, but yeah, okay. We, let's um, let's uh, let's roll on to uh, what listeners are getting. So, what are listeners getting? Yes, yeah, so um, obviously we mentioned last week uh, to all you North American, Australian and everywhere else that's getting the PS5 in the next few days or this week or have already got one because you might be listening after you've purchased one. Congratulations, you lucky bastard. But uh, we wanted to know what you guys were getting. So um, quite a few of you tweeted in. Um, I'll just run through it really quick. Julie is getting a disc PlayStation with Miles Morales. Uh, what is DS? What does that mean? Demon Souls. <laughs> it took me. I was thinking Death Stranding, and I couldn't get it out of my head. Death Stranding, is that coming out again? So Julie, yeah, Julie's getting a disc getting PlayStation. You might be getting Death Stranding. <laughs> okay, I'll try this again. Yeah, so Julie's getting a yep. disc PlayStation with Miles Morales, Demons oh. Souls, and oh, nice. Assassin's Creed. Sam is also getting a disc console with Miles Morales and FIFA. Obviously, if you have the PS4 version of FIFA, it'll be an upgrade a couple of weeks after launch. Uh, Kevin also disc Miles Morales, um, Watch Dogs Legion, and um, Planet Coaster. I'm actually looking at that Planet Coaster; looks pretty decent. Hannah um, also disc console, uh, Demon Souls, Call of Duty, NBA 2K21, Extra Pad, Camera Headset. She's getting the whole shebang. Yeah. Abel uh, is actually getting a disc digital digital machine, um, and yeah, is getting Miles Morales, Call of Duty, and FIFA. Call of Duty is going to eat your hard drive, mate. Um, yeah. Sorry, your SSD. Let me rephrase that. Mohammed is getting a disc console with um, Sackboy, um, A Big Adventure, and FIFA. Ivan is going disc digital. He's getting NBA, Madden, and COD. Madden also has an upgrade if you have the PS4 version. Susan is going digital. She's getting Sackboy, Miles Morales, and DMC5. I'm going to plan to get that, but after launch... Uh, Harry is going disc and he's getting Planet Coaster. Woohoo, another one. FIFA and Call of Duty. And Rebecca is going digital with Miles Morales Sackboy. Thank you all so much. And I know there was loads, loads, loads more coming in, but obviously we can't do all of them on the show. But um, I, I'll let you know what I'm getting. So for launch, I'm getting a disc version of the PS5, you know, the real yeah. deal. I want that. So games, I'm getting uh, Miles Morales, Call of yeah. Duty and uh, NBA 2K21 because the game just looks too flipping real. It does look great. Plan to get DMC, Planet Coaster, and Demon Souls after, you know, when there is that quiet lull that every console gets and when the inevitable delays kick in because of obviously <laughs> not getting the game finished in time because of lockdowns yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, dude, I've gone all out. I've got a camera, extra pad, yeah. headset, so nice. we're all ready to go. Cool, nice. Well, I'll be getting my hands on one as soon as the pre-orders go back up. Uh, and I think I'm going to go for the digital edition. No, you know, I've got disc, go bro. I've got disc. Looks, it just looks gorgeous. I mean, yes. like, the disc, anyway, cause the disc edition just actually looks like it, it was like a side note, not even a, an afterthought. I just thought, oh, yeah, we need to put a bloody Blu-ray drive on, don't we? And they just stacked it on. Oh, there you go, there you go. Okay, listen, there you go. If you go discless, 
great, that's cool. Yeah. Say you've gone digital, but then you're at the behest of your internet connection, right? Definitely. So let's say you're streaming Tenant. If your internet's yep. playing up that day or it's really hot, as it yep. is in London sometimes, your internet, you're not going to get that nice 4K stream, you know, of <laughs> Tenant or The Matrix or something. And then you, oh. and the most importantly, you're at the behest of digital pricing. If you go disc, yes, you're paying the extra, you know, a little bit of money, but who cares about internet connections? Tenants running off a 4K Blu-ray, you're fine, right? So is The Dark Knight or The Matrix. But more yeah. importantly, yes, you still have the option for digital games, but a lot of people don't know what they're selling on Facebook Marketplace. And you can get games for bargains. And you can get digital sales and you can get retailer sales. So, you know, if you go into game and there's a pre-owned copy of Demon Souls for 20 quid in a year's time... It's not 20 quid on PSN, I'll tell you that for starters. Well, well, yeah, it probably won't be, but, you know, I'll be ready for it when it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I, it's, it's all about... It'll be on PS now by then, so I won't have to worry about it's it. It's all about convenience. It's all about convenience <laughs> and options, isn't it, really? You know, whatever. I would say don't pick a console based on cosmetic choice, but pick it just based on I would what say, suits you. I would say if you, wanted to make, if you wanted to make it look good, especially with your digital entertainment system... Go for aesthetics. It's still going to have the same raw power. It's still going to be absolutely amazing. You're going to be getting next level gaming, next level uh, experience in the dual sense, and it's going to look balanced. It's going to look absolutely sexy, just looking like it hasn't got attacked on disk drive. But you made some good points there, and I will actually consider those. But we'll move on. What have we got next, mate? Well, before we move on to your quiz this week, right? Oh. Can I just highlight as well how quiet the PS5 is? <laughs> you know, like YouTube videos and reviewers have come out talking about how cool the machine is and how quiet it is. Now, I think the big embargo for reviews lift on the 11th. So okay. your Demon's Souls reviews and other game launch game reviews will all come out on the 11th. So keep an eye out for them, listeners. You'll be able to go online and you'll just get news everywhere of yeah, reviews. Yeah. Miles has been reviewing really, really strong. The only real criticism I've seen from people is that it's not a full-fledged game. That just seems to be the comment. It's not as long as the original Spider-Man, but that shouldn't yeah. be a... You know, I think the problem is when you set the bar so high first time round, it's very hard to match yeah. it, you know, so... The, um, the original Spider-Man, did it have a whole load of, like, Mary Jane missions in it? It did, of... it did. Uh, I'm happy yeah. they're not in there. They were just shit, you know. They were just slow. It was great for the story yeah. standpoint, but it was just shit. I think they yeah. just wanted a female player character in there and things like that. Um, and I think one reviewer wrote it best because of the load times the game feels shorter than it does because you're not waiting around ah that's gonna be another good point yeah Yeah, so he was just like if you count um every mission that's gonna be interesting actually yeah actually playing the remastered edition yeah the ultimate edition right yeah seeing how fast it's gonna how long it's gonna take to complete that game now that we've got you know, pretty much instant loading, instantaneous loading. Well, he said Wait, that... Was it like 12 hours? He said that if you hours? take every um, mission from the original Spider-Man yeah. game and side missions, you yeah. are effectively taking out one hour and three minutes of transitions and load wow. screens across the whole game. Because... That- 30 seconds at a time, things like that. Not to mention if you ever fast travel, which a lot of people tend to do towards the end, because it's like, I've seen the city, I've done everything, I'm just fast traveling now. Um, It's actually going to make you finish games a lot faster, which, because you're not having to wait around for the inconvenience of loads. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like the fact that we won't be wasting our lives just making, you know, waiting for the PlayStation to turn on just to see the menu, the start screen. You know what I mean? It's all gonna I think there. everybody's phone screen time is going to drop down because that's what people tend to do, right? When that goes up, they go and check their phones and stuff like that. So I'm happy about that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah I can yeah. stay in the game. It's great. And really again, time efficiency is everything. Especially at nighttime, if you've got kids and you want to play games, the last thing you want to do is wait through loading. Of course, so, you just want to dive in and dive out just like an SAS agent. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. So, we have uh, the challenge of the week. Uh, listeners, I don't know if you uh, remember last week, uh, Mr. Sonny Sangera got stumped by uh, one of his favorite topics. He's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Topics. Again, I would clarify every single week. I've got two <laughs> right out of three. So, that's not stumped. And I love yeah, Metal man. Gear, not the man behind it. <laughs> Oh well, you know, the man and the man and the man and the game are just one and the same. But anyway, 
Saying that though, saying that though, Death Stranding's in my top three Kojima games, and that's that's a trumpet because <laughs> everything else is Metal Gear, right? So that's a big yeah. thing to have to have Death Stranding in the top three. But yeah, listeners, so obviously uh, we do it week by week. So next week um, it'll be questions about me. Remember, don't tweet your questions if you're if it's my week because I can see them. Email them because Alex okay. can see them and I can't see them. So obviously these questions came via yeah. Twitter. Um and listeners, before you think, oh, I don't care, I don't want to listen, we are going to predict launch sale numbers for PS5 after this. But, okay, Alex, so your questions are about the esteemed Mishima family from the Tekken yep. series that we talk so much about and you try to play but are not very good at. Ah, yeah, yeah, more fables. Yes. Uh, uh, too much tea today. <laughs> I actually feel like one, you know. Um, so, yeah, I've got four questions for you here. Um, yeah, so, basically, it. this is from a listener. Uh, question number one. And listeners, before you think, again, if this is the first time for you, he only has 10 seconds to answer, not enough time to do Google. So, uh, right, you ready? Who, uh, go. Yeah, who go created the martial arts-focused Mishima family? Now, before your time starts, listen to the question. Who created the martial arts-focused Mishima family? The martial arts-focused Mishima family? Uh, was that going to be Heihachi? Or Jinpachi? Ah, <laughs> uh, see, one second left. I could have been like, no, you're wrong, but you said Jinpachi. <laughs> I'm nice. I'm gonna give it to you because not a lot of people know about Jim Pachi because he's a beast. But yes, Jim Jim Pachi Mishima was Mishima was the man who took him away from the military and created a martial arts focused Mishima family. See how nice I am, Alex. Just remember that I'm nice. Okay. Jim Pachi is the grandfather, isn't he? Wasn't he um, the great great grandfather? Yeah. Uh, If you get this one wrong, I'm gonna hit you. Okay. Uh, you, you can try. Who is but Kazuya's I'm, mom? I'm just like a PS5 SSD, man. I'm super fast. Uh, yeah, go on. Who is Kazuya's mom? Kazuya's mom? Oh, that's going to be a hard one. Kazuya, not Jin's mom. Uh, Kazumi. Kazumi. Uh, yes, you got it. You got it. Well yes. done. Well done. <laughs> I you like know, it. You know, I, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> if he gets this wrong, this is like OG... <laughs> Like that is OG. I mean, that was when Tekken was in black and white. That's I would, I would be more, <laughs> I would be more upset if you got a Tekken one or two question wrong over Tekken seven. All right, because me, <laughs> you OG'd hundreds and hundreds of hours into these original Tekken games. You know, or you've had hundreds of hours of you asking whoops in Tekken. But anyway, that's the next question. You wish, mate. You wish. Uh, Back to the facts. For the record, you're the only one who got perfected by a Kangaroo. Number three. Oh, well, yeah, we've all been trash. Number three, number three, right? Uh, what game? What game did Jin debut in? Did Jin debut in? Okay, well, that would have to be Tekken three. Nice, well done, mate. Three for three, oh, nice. killing what it. Of course, you know, you talk to me. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it can be perceived as a trick. That's the thing, though. It can be perceived as a trick because at the end of Tekken, he fights the Mishima style in Tekken 3. But then, yeah. obviously, if you finish Tekken 3 in the lore and everything, that's when Kazuya tricks him into getting the devil gene activated and he tries to hide it. And in Tekken 4, he's actually got yeah. the hoodie and it's a completely different... He's, he's got like a karate-based fight style. Um, so a lot of people get mixed up with that and think Tekken 4 is his first debut but it was actually Tekken 3 um, yeah. okay so, yeah. this one I three three. Oh, that was the bonus round no no <laughs> I said to you at the beginning there was four questions listeners oh, remember you can God. only go up to five don't go any more than that so this is the fourth uh-huh. I'm going right. to add a bonus fifth though um, right. I don't think you'll get this one if you do I'll, I will even rate you on this one okay is what is the name of Kazuya's half brother. Kazuya's half brother. Uh, no, Lei uh, Lei uh, Lei Lei Lao Didn't 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 close but wrong close <laughs> but wrong. Lars Alexanderson. Is it Lars? Lars is his half brother. Oh wow! <laughs> wow so okay. basically, in the law. 
Um, after Heihachi decided he wanted to throw him off a volcano, he wanted to see who had the devil gene. Was it the other side or was it his? So he had another son, which was Lars, who didn't have the devil gene, and then he just got rid of Lars. And he was like, I'm not really bothered about you, mate. Um, But yeah, so it was um, Lars. So... We've learned we've learned something all together, haven't we? Um, so three out yeah. of four for you this week. Well done, mate. Excellent. Well, and yeah, uh, bonus three, question. Three out of three. Bonus <laughs> question. Go on. That was a, I thought that was a bonus question. How do you pronounce Kazuya's dad's name? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to rebound that question to you, my friend. How do you pronounce? No, I'm asking you, bro, because we all know, regardless of what people say, it's how you read it, and I read it as. What do I read it as? <laughs> how do you have Hey Hachi. Right, so this is how Sonny reads it. Sonny reads it as Heechach. Heechach yeah? Mishima. <laughs> Heechach Mishima. Heechach Kazima. Try saying that 10 times fast. Heechach, mate. Heechach. No, it is. Hey Hachi. Like, that's like saying Hey Hachi. Heechach, mate. Hey Hachi. <laughs> that's all I'm saying, bro. Oh, you're you're okay, yeah, thank you, thank you for those dumb questions, people. Um, as you know, you can just hit us up on Twitter at uh, the latest PS5. But for or this, you can get us by email, email uh, which is the latest PS5 at gmail.com, uh, which will be uh, the email that you use for next week's round of questions because we will be. Um, trying to stump Mr. Sonny Sangero. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'll, actually, I'm going to keep track. So I'll go back and listen and see what we got. Um, but before we go, Alex, okay, so I want you to know that every single PlayStation console that has ever been launched, always with the exception of the handhelds, obviously, so PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4, we're not counting Pro on this, that's just an iteration, each one has always outsold the other on launch. And every time Sony set a launch target, they hit it. They wanted to do something that nothing has ever, that's never, ever, ever been done before with PS4, and that was sell a million in 24 hours in North America. And people were like, nope, not going to happen, not going to happen. 24 hours passes, Sony released a statement, we sold over a million consoles, right? (laughs) What are they going to sell this time? I don't, I don't think a mil, but what do you think they're going to sell? What's the launch number going to be for North America only? What's what's the time frame we're looking at? Twenty four hours. In twenty four hours. Oh no, sorry. Um, okay, we'll say twenty four hours slash week one. Because you know that mm-hmm. within twenty four hours there will be no machines available, so it still counts as the same thing. So we'll yeah. say twenty four hours. But what if it goes um, over? We'll say week one as well. So twenty four hours. I think. In 24 hours. And so you say the previous record was how much? So they sold a million in North America alone. So North America, obviously, is the United States and Canada. Well, I think they're going to beat that by uh, between, uh, yeah, I'll I'll probably say about between 250,000 to 500,000. So they'll probably do, yeah, 1.25 or 1.5 mil. They'll they'll just just breach it. Probably the former. Yeah, probably the 1.25 mil. That's what I think. Okay. How about you? It's hard because I'm just Xbox is in a much stronger position than they were over the Xbox One, weren't they? So I think that will play a factor. I think people, a lot of people have bought Switches, which will also play a factor in there. So I think... Well, you can't touch a Switch. The Switch is going to kill it. In between 1 and 1.1. Okay. So in that okay. 1.0 phrase, if you know what I mean, 1.05, 1.06 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So a little bit less. And I think that's just going to be down to, it's it's really hard. It could just be 500,000 because it's a lockdown and there'll be machines sitting in places that people can't get yeah. a hold of. Because So yeah, we well, never actually took that into account, did we? So yeah, give me a lockdown yeah, number. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah, let's just be optimistic. Let's just say they have a fire sale. Not fire sale. No, they have a fire launch day and they actually do Numbers, I think it's, made a lot. Does that include pre-orders as well? Because yeah, yeah. So obviously the pre-orders when they pick up a yeah, yeah, so. console, that's one. You know, so okay. um, I think exactly. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with what I've said because I think the scarcity has definitely helped them this round. Definitely. I think uh, one point between one and one point one with everything wow. going, and I think four hundred thousand if lockdown plays a pass, just because there'll be machines sitting in retailers that they can't get to. <laughs> 
Or if they can't get through, I'll definitely taking at least two. <laughs> so uh, it'll be any retailers out there who's trying to get rid of PS fives, just give us a call. There's people <laughs> already on it. already on Facebook selling them for like nine hundred, one thousand pounds. Oh my gosh, scalpers! It's ridiculous. Like, but the yeah. funny thing is, though, I went on earlier, and uh, every time I checked, it just said PS five sold, sold, sold for a ridiculous amount. But then I checked, let me check Xbox; <laughs> they're still on there for sale. <laughs> Just, just not there to sale. Yeah. But you know, to be honest, I might actually get my hands on the Xbox as well. You know, it's it's looking very tempting, um, especially the uh, Xbox Series S. I just think it looks cool. I've decided Again, what I'm doing like... with the Xbox. I am uh, not buying an X or an S. I will just use my laptop to get Game Pass Ultimate when games such as the Medium come out, and I want to play it. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day and I was trying to ask, you know, but that's what Microsoft have done. They don't give a shit about the hardware. They do give a shit, but they don't. The longer term picture isn't the hardware. It's it's like the actual console. It's the, the Game Pass, you know, that service. That yeah, service. Yeah. And if I can have access yeah, yeah. to it off my MacBook or my Windows. 5. Exactly. You know what I mean? If they created a browser for it and you could do it, that'd be unbelievable. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, if you've already got a PS5 already, congratulations. Um, I, th- I think, yeah, next week, you know, we'll have another episode before the UK launch, but yep. write in, um, email in, sorry, or tweet in about your experiences with the PS5. You've told us what you're buying, you know, tell us about what your first few days with the PS5 was like. Did you have any funny stories? Was the setup issues? Were you angry? Did you get... Um, did you buy one thinking it was a PS5 and you got PS1 times 5? Mm-hmm. You know, anything like that. It would be great to hear your launch stories, really, because obviously we miss the days of being able to queue up outside, create the theatre and event, yeah. things like that. So it'd be really oh, cool just to hear yeah, what their launch stories are, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So hit us up at uh, the latest PS5 uh, on Twitter. And obviously you've got the email address, the latest PS5 at gmail.com. Um, wow, wow, exciting times, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Exciting times, I really can't wait. Oh, I can't wait, but anyway, I can't. The most, the most thing I'm really excited for, as I've said in previous weeks, is the dual sense. I really can't wait to just get my hands on that controller. Get that to me is the most advanced piece of gaming tech ever created. Mm. <laughs> it, it is, you know, and um, uh, and combined with the uh. You got the microphone on there as well. You got the speakers on there. Everything's going to be in tune. It's going to be part of the game now, isn't it? I mean, you're going to be able to feel everything. You're going to be able to hear everything, especially in like Astro's playroom. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good stuff. And even the web slinging as well. You can hear all that, um, you know, when you're swinging around, as well as the resistive triggers. Anyway, I'm just bringing up a whole lot of things. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Um, we will be back again next week, uh, if not sooner. Uh, with the way the information is popping out left, right, and center, you're going to hear us again. Uh, but thank you for listening this time around. And my friend, you have the last word of the day. Go. Play has no limits. <laughs> enjoy your, <laughs> enjoy your PlayStation Five, listeners. Enjoy. enjoy we it. made it. We're finally there. <laughs> and you know what it is. We we keep saying we're going to leave, but then I just flashed back to episode one and two where we had barely any information so we said let's do a show where we just focus on one thing every single week (laughs) and this show has transformed because of the listeners and because of the questions we get and because of how fast the news came out we went from episode one which was ssd episode two which was tempest episode three (laughs) the pad and now it just became we talk about everything non-stop it's it's, it's amazing this show has changed because of you the listeners because of the playstation 5 and you know, someone did ask, are you guys going to stop when the machine came out? Because obviously the machine's out. I was like, no chance. You know, people like listening to us talk. We'll carry on talking. And until PlayStation 6 comes out, when it begins. <laughs> until the PlayStation 6 comes out, you know, Alex will still be big. And Alex won't be able to hide because listeners will be able to hear every week how I smashed him in Tekken 8. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'll have to do the live sessions for that. Obviously, for the Patreon fans only. So, uh, yeah, we're a paid event, people. Obviously, if you want to see uh, Sonny get his ass kicked uh, in glorious 60 francs per second, you know exactly where to come. And by then, it might even be an 8K. So, uh, there's, <laughs> there's loads of things to look out for. But anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys next week. 